Hey, dear listener, Anthony here. Before we hop into the show, I wanted to let you know about an incredible new resource we just released, The Five Rules of Investing. Dan and I are huge advocates of modeling the behaviors of the people who have done what you hope to do. And who better to model when it comes to investing than legendary investors like Warren Buffett, Howard Marks, and Ray Dalio? This free ebook breaks down the simple time-tested strategies of billionaire real estate investors that you can use to take your investing to the next level. So head over to InvictusMultifamily.com and grab your ebook today. All right, now let's hop into the show. All right, you know me, guys. I am all about real estate. But with that said, there are certain types of real estate I just won't touch with a 10-foot pole. For those of you that don't know, I am Anthony Pacino of Invictus Capital, the author of Passive Investing Made Simple, and the co-host of the podcast, Multifamily Investing Made Simple. So what do I mean? There's certain types of real estate that I just won't touch. And it's not really probably the ones that you think. It's actually the really pretty properties, not the ones that are dilapidated and falling over and need to be knocked down so we can build something new. Yeah, those buildings are scary. We call those Class D opportunistic uh, investments. But they don't scare me nearly as much as the really pretty class A brand new builds that you see going up all over the town. Now, what do I mean by class A? First of all, class A is really nice brand new ground up development, the the really hoity-toity apartment buildings that you see in the coolest areas of a city. When you drive through Nashville and you see all those skyscrapes building stuff, they're building class A. Class B by uh, extension is a little bit older usually 10, 15, 20 years older, still living, uh, still in a pretty good neighborhood, close to a Target, Walgreens, uh, um, and a Whole Foods, all that stuff. But just not as nice and not as pretty as Class A. In Class C, one step down from that, we're looking 30, 50 years old. These are assets that are generally workforce housing. So people who are working in service industries, teachers, you know, they're living in these buildings and they're, they're usually old. There's some, um, deferred maintenance. So there's a lot of opportunity for us to go in and make improvements. All right. So why don't we like class A? Here's the big thing for us. There's just not enough returns in it. And it's not to say that these are bad investment vehicles. It depends on the type of investor that you are and what you're looking to get out of them. Generally, when you go and you build a class A building or you go and buy it, you're buying right at the top of the market. And there's just not much room for the rent to go from there. And for us, when it comes to recession resistant asset classes, when we go into a recession, when people are out of work, when they get hit hard and they have to downsize their living, they move from class A because they can no longer afford that really um, swanky condo or that really nice high rise. And now they need to downsize into that class B um, inventory. And so we like that. We don't want to have an asset class that's going to be susceptible to the whims of the market. The other thing is, this is the stuff that everybody's building. You can't go out there and you can't buy, I'm sorry, can't go out there and build a class B or class C building. And so all the stuff that's going up around your building are other brand new things. So very quickly, your shiny new trophy building within a year or two is no longer going to be the shiny new trophy building because there's going to be a lot of competition coming in. We don't like that. We like to have a little bit more of a hedge against competition and we want to have an, uh, an asset or inventory that's always going to be in demand regardless of what the market cycle does, which is why we go to class B and class C. For the price, you just simply can't go out there and build a class B or class C building without giving uh, getting heavy government subsidies. And short of that, that means that there's a cap on the amount of supply out there. 
And with ever increasing demand, that means if you can own a class B or class C building, the chances are it's only going to continue to improve in value over time, assuming that you can maintain its quality um, and not defer maintenance. You know, you keep the, the building in tip top shape, it's going to probably be worth more in five years than it is today. So that's why we like class B and class C. But the other reason that we really, really, really like it is that when we go into a new asset, when we're acquiring a class C asset, for instance, it's usually from mom and pop owners that have had this thing for a really, really long time. And they might not have run it as well as they could have. Maybe for whatever reason, they weren't driving up rents on an annual basis or they were deferring maintenance. So the expenses have been creeping up. So when we come into this asset, there's a lot of potential to force appreciation. That means we can go in there, increase the revenues, and we can decrease the expenses, which gives us a ton of control over improving the value of our building. As a result, we can go into these assets and while still maintaining a really good hedge against risk, because this is a, a product that's always in demand, we can also generate really strong returns due to operational prowess. So largely, we're seeing returns north of 20%, which is just something that you couldn't get on a class A pretty asset where maybe you're getting 5 6% over the life of the hold. That's not terrible if you're comparing it to keeping your money in a, like a high-yield savings account or putting your money into the stock market. But for us, on a risk-adjusted basis, we prefer class B, class C value-add multifamily. And again, guys, this is not investing advice. This is just our personal opinion on the matter. It's what we like to do when it comes to investing in real estate. Your, your path might be a little bit different, but I would love to hear, what do you invest in? Do you prefer class A? Because listen, depending on where you are in your investment life cycle, you might lean one way versus another. That doesn't mean one is right or one is wrong. If you're getting up there in years and you're getting close to retirement, then the class A asset might be the better choice for you because you put your money into it. It's a good hedge against inflation. It's not going to devalue horribly over time and it's consistent cash flow. Compare that to class B, class C. If you're young and you're looking to get your equity ball going so that you can actually get enough assets you know, to make a meaningful impact on your life, then you might be willing to take on the extra work or the extra risk associated with owning an older asset. So again, different strokes, different folks, just understanding what's your investment profile and where are you on that spectrum is going to go so far. So get down to the comments and let me know, where are you in your life cycle of investing? Are you looking just for cash flow? You're looking for big appreciation? You're looking for tax benefits? Let us know. And if you enjoyed the video, don't forget to hit the like button and subscribe so that you can get notifications whenever a video goes live. All right, guys, that'll do it for me. I'll see you in the next video. Hey, thanks for joining us for another episode of Multifamily Investing Made Simple. If you enjoyed the show, could you do us a massive favor? Head over to iTunes and leave a five-star rating and review. Your feedback, it means the world to us as it helps us grow and spread the word about multifamily investing. And don't forget, sharing is caring. So fire this episode over to any friends or family who you think could benefit from learning all about multifamily investing. Thanks, guys. We appreciate every single one of you, and we'll see you on the next show.